every fucking person in this place fancies me. On this episode of The Commercial Break... What's this document you need me to sign? That's called the power of attorney! <laughs> oh, okay, we're getting an attorney? Ah, uh, yeah, kind of! <laughs> I asked him today, I go, what do you do in case of emergency? 911. I said, good job, son. Imagine if I was like, what do you do in case dad's drunk? Dominoes! <laughs> Dominoes and aspirin, daddy! That's right, son. <laughs> Pull that emergency handle. It's time for Dominoes and aspirin. Good-looking people get to the front of the line at the pearly gates. <laughs> Horrible-looking people, they're going to be in purgatory for a long time. <laughs> the pearly gates are like a VIP section at the club. You know what I'm saying, girl? The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Holdley. Best to you over there, Chrissy. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, the commercial break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 30 seconds or less. You heard it here last. So I'm going to say, trying to shorten this whole <laughs> good intro up. Hey, I, you know, I've been getting like a, you know, I'm texting with all the people that are texting us on the 855-TCBA-383. Yes. And there's a, I think I told you that we had like a, a female trucker, right? Um, that You did mention that. Yeah. Honk, that, honk. Honk, We have a lot of truckers, actually. I think this is like the fifth or sixth trucker that said, hey, I really enjoy listening to I the show it. while I'm driving around, you know, long haul trucking. Sure. And uh, one or two of them have been females. But one, mm-hmm. let's refer to her as C. We'll say her name is C, right? She what up, was, C? What up, C? Yep. Show us your headlights. <laughs> um, so she was explaining to me, and I think I said this on the show before, that she is in a polyamorous relationship that's actually working for everybody. That's right. And so I asked for the backstory, and man, did I get it. I got like 10 pages of, of backstory to this whole thing. <laughs> nice. And let me like cut to the chase a little bit. So she... Uh, she, he, the guy was, you know, with this woman and then she met, he met C and then they decided that they were just going to kind of make it work. And the wife is not, the wife is not a very sexual person and C is. And so it just kind of works for everybody. When she's not on the road, she's with this guy. When she's on the road, he's with his wife. All right. Find what works. Everybody seems to be happy and everything seems to be working swimmingly. And this has been going on for a while now. Well, she texted the other day and she says, hey, listen, I, I really want to have a baby. Like, I'm getting to that, I'm having that moment in life where I want a kid. And I don't really know how to approach this with my polyamorous husband. Can you give me some advice on this? <laughs> so, let's do our best, Chrissy. <laughs> to not ruin yet another relationship here at the commercial break. Oh, my gosh. She Why said, how do I convince my, my significant other? To have a child when he has never mentioned it. Like, it's never been a topic of conversation for the two of them. Okay, well, that could be Yeah, tricky. that's the first start. It's probably you need yes. to mention that you want a child, <laughs> right? right? Uh, Wait, so she's married to her husband, and then they have another no, 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 woman no. involved? This is her boyfriend. She's the other one. She's the other one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. She's the non-married. She's the non-married, non-married mm-hmm. one. Right. She's on the. She's like the, the third person in the relationship. Right. She came after they had already been together. Mm-hmm. They were high school sweethearts. The, the married couple were high school sweethearts, and now they have this polyamorous relationship going on. But C wants to have a kid, and she doesn't really know how to broach this topic. Listen, see, if that sister wife is any indication of how how, how, how things are going with the polyamorous community, <laughs> do you know this show, Sister Wives? Uh, yes. The guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but He's who fucking like cares? Three He's such an families. asshole. Four different families. Okay. He's got four different families. Well, two have left him in I this just, saw, just read, this season alone. I read that, yes. So while I hate this fucking show, and I think that guy is su- it's like the worst man on earth he is such an asshole to all his wives and it's always their fault he's never to blame for anything jeez i i just dislike this guy with such a passion he's had two of his wives leave in just a short period of time and now you can imagine the collateral damage that's going to come for the 47 fucking kids he has right with these four kids he's got a ton of children he's got like 29 kids or something like that i don't know how I don't know how you even begin to wrap your head around that. I have two fucking children, and I need to go to the mental ward every three weeks. That's what I need. I need Xanax badly. Send Xanax. Uh, 
So I think the first step in any loving relationship when you want to have a child is to do the following. Find someone that has a child. And I'm not talking like a seven or a 10-year-old. I'm talking like a very young child. Someone between the ages of one and three. And hang out with them. Hang out with them. Yes. For one fucking hour. <laughs> oh, how and about then, over a whole, like, two days? Two days. Yeah. Two days! <laughs> That's a long time. It'll, it'll change your mind. Take my kids. <laughs> See, take them for two days. And then tell me how you feel about children afterwards. I think the first step for anybody that's considering having children is to be around children. Because holy shit. It's they, a lot of work. Yeah. They do not come as advertised. You know, you, you see the Pampers commercial and how cute they are when they're wrapped up in that little bunion or whatever they have. And all the, everyone's having fun with them. But then you got to change their shitty diapers. They're vomiting everywhere. All they want to say is, why, 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 why? I'm telling you right now. See, you want children? Hang out with children. That'll cure you real quick. But if you still decide afterwards that you want to have children, then Some I people s- have that calling, you yes. know, and they want to do it. I would think though that uh, this would might present a a, a a wrinkle in the blanket, a wrinkle here, in time, a wrinkle in the blanket with the job that she's doing with um, going long haul. I don't oh know. yeah, I don't, I don't know, know either. But maybe that's where the the married couple comes in. They can take care of the baby. They can take care of the baby while she's out. Working. Yeah, but if she just had she has a baby, I'm not sure she's going to want to leave that kid. I know it does. Yeah, tough. you get you get mama bear. You get mama bear after yeah. you have a kid. But here's the other thing I suggest: after you hang out with the child, after you hang out with the children, and then and and I suggest hang out with more than one, like get two yes. at a time, and that'll really <laughs> yes, cure exactly. you of any kind of baby fever that you have. <laughs> if you still have baby fever after said period of time with some someone else's children. Ask to see their bank account for the last year. (laughs) (laughs) Highlight anything that says has anything to do with children whatsoever. Total that up. Subtract that from your current income. And then that's step number two. And then if you still want to have children, then you got to approach this guy and you got to figure out a situation that works best for everyone. Yeah, And I'm not talking about a sister wife situation where everyone gets their own households (laughs) and the guy just ignores everybody. He just runs around ignoring everybody. (laughs) You have to figure out a situation that works best because you're going to want, if you can, you're going to want mom and dad involved in it or mom and mom or dad and dad or whatever it is. Yes. Two parenting. A two-parent – I have such a fucking respect for, oh, for people. single parents. Single parents. Mom or dad, children. whoever it is. Yeah, it's both. It's insane. Yeah. How could you ever raise a child by yourself? I just don't understand how that could happen. It seems really hard. And yet we know people who have done mm-hmm. this. And I have a mad amount of respect for people who decide to Absolutely. take on that challenge or who have to take on that challenge for one reason or the other. That's, it's, it's fucking insanity. I've thought about that too. I yeah. would rather it's- jump – out of an airplane with my child's binky and hope that I could turn it into a parachute before I hit the ground than be a single parent. Amen. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Yes. Yes. It's tough. You're going to have to navigate these waters because he's, he's got a wife and you're coming late to the party, even though you guys have been around for a long, you've been together for a long time. I think the first step is just to somehow bring it up. I don't know. It's, you you just got to broach the subject. Got to say, Hey Bob, I got baby fever. Yeah. I want to have a Be kid. Honest. It's going to destroy your personal time. You're never going to sleep again, and you're going to have no money. But what man, do you think? But man, all the joy that will come with it. Watch this Pampers commercial. <laughs> I get mad at those Pampers commercials because they I make know. everything look so they cute. They do look idyllic. Yeah. Change a, change a three-day-old's three day diaper and see how you feel about children. It's like this weird mucus that comes out of them. They're like aliens. <laughs> but no, Pampers makes it look all fun. It looks makes it look like shits and giggles, literally. You have to talk to your your guy. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think you got to broach the subject with both of them because it's going to affect everybody in the situation. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yes. And I, while I don't get the sense from reading this this long text message that the three of them do a lot of communicating together, mm-hmm. like I think it's kind of separate. He goes with his wife. He goes with C. You know, they, he spreads his time. Uh, I still think this has got to be like a triangular conversation because it will affect everybody. And if C continues to do the trucking, then she's going to need somebody that's going to help care for the baby. And whether that's going to be her boyfriend or that's going to be the both of them on the other side, that's a big conversation to have. Yeah, it's a big deal. But I get it. I understand baby fever. Listen, children are good for some things. (laughs) I haven't figured that out yet. But when I figure it out, I will let you know what they're good for. Hopefully they take care of you when you're old, right? 
yeah. Welcome to America, where we do not take care of our old folks. <laughs> no. That's the thing. It's yeah. here in the United States. Like you go to any other country in the world, Spain, Venezuela, I'm, and most countries, right? Africa, uh, Latin America. It's like it's a rite of passage. Yeah, they're a part of the family. They live with the That's family. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They die with the family. When someone gets old and is having trouble, like they're going a little bit backwards, the family circles up mm-hmm. and they pass the, you know, they pass them around. Always loved, always feeling good, never a burden, nothing like that. Here in the United States, we literally ship our old people into a really shitty old people's home. We lock the doors <laughs> and then we tell the place to call them when they're dead. <laughs> call us when they're dead. It's horrible. So here in the United States, we just don't have that kind of mentality. I think we should have that mentality, but we don't. More so. And yes. I think we should have that t- mentality mainly because I know I'm coming. R- it's right around the corner <laughs> yes. for me. Yeah, Make maybe- sure to keep doing the commercial break. <laughs> Matthias is in Italy in the cooking school. Matthias is in Italy driving a new Ferrari. He's learning how to be a race car driver. <laughs> okay, honey. Uh, me and Chrissy are going to do a couple more episodes. You better. <laughs> What's this document you need me to sign? That's called the power of attorney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, we're getting an attorney. Ah, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> also, please sign the bank account information. <laughs> yep. I know it's coming for me, so I'm like, uh, I'm, you know, my kids are going to be taking care of me when they're like 16 years old. <laughs> I'm an old dad. I'm an old dad. And thank God I'm an old dad. You know, these kids would probably be taken away from me already by now if I was a young dad. Back when we were oh, to get to know each other? <laughs> Please. I'd be like, a, I'd have a poster at DFACS, <laughs> most wanted father. Yeah. How could I have ever survived with children? I, I don't know. There's you just no have. way. I would have yeah. put them in so much danger. Yes. So much danger. <laughs> Taking them down to the pool with your Bud Lights. Yeah, with and... my Bud Lights. and <laughs> What? You need a life jacket? What are you talking about? Get in there and swim. Lifeguard's cute. Let's watch her jump off the stand. (laughs) Uh, Hey, 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 hey. Put that knife down or slice me up some cheese. One of the two. Or cut some lemons. Yeah, cut some lemons. Chrissy's vodka tonic. (laughs) Uh, Matias, do your dad a favor and uh, call Domino's real quick. (laughs) Pepperonis and olives. I know. Imagine if <laughs> Matias knew the Domino's phone number. I asked him today, I go, what do you do in case of emergency? 911. I said, good job, son. Imagine if I was like, what do you do in case dad's drunk? Domino's! <laughs> <laughs> Domino's and aspirin, daddy! That's right, son. Pull that emergency handle. It's time for Domino's and aspirin. <laughs> oh, no, you don't! <laughs> Back to the older people's home. <laughs> you want to continue to clean out the lists? Yes. Let's clean out these lists. Uh, by the way, just to wrap that up, good luck to see and please keep us posted. Yeah, good luck, see. Yeah, please keep please keep us posted. <laughs> I yeah, this I think it's real simple. Communication is the key to everything. You can really say is. anything you want to anybody. It's all about how you say it, and you just got to warm that guy. You know, do it right after you guys make love or right before you make love is what I would say. Right before you have sex. Right before the moment of impact, go, I want children! (laughs) (laughs) And then hold his butt real hard so he just gets right in there. Get that ovulation calendar out, kids. Oh, my God. Time to to accidentally get pregnant. (laughs) So Chrissy and I have uh, disparate lists across many different platforms. There's like four or five people that have access to these lists. They're on... Uh, they're on Google Drive. They're on the to-do list. They're on notes. notes. They're on text messages. They're on WhatsApp. Yep. We have email. We have lists everywhere. And in season number three, we we accrued an incredible amount of ideas for content for the commercial break. But as you can imagine... Most of them never got put into play. <laughs> most of them never got put into play because Chrissy and I can't stick to the topic for one fucking minute. We can't. We just always go off on something else. So we have a whole shitload 
of things we haven't talked about, and uh, we've already spent one episode kind of going through the list, and so I decided we're going to cull out some more of these. Let's do it. We're going to do rapid fire succession, no context whatsoever. <laughs> we're just we're just going to do it. Okay. Ready? <laughs> yes. The dirty.com is still a website. Do you know what the dirty.com the is? The dirty.com. No. You don't know what the dirty.com is? No. So the, it, for those of you that don't know, this it is like dirty. this is a way too early 2000s thing, but it's still around to this day. The dirty.com is a place where you can submit pictures, photographs, and information of any other human being on earth and how much you hate them and why you hate them. Oh no. It's an awful fucking website. God. It's an awful website. I mean, it's like the worst of the worst. Remember that revenge porn website yes. that was going around for a while? Whatever mm-hmm. it was called. I don't know what it was called. A fappening or something. Whoever knows. Yeah, that got shut down. That I got thought. shut down because that guy was like defrauding people. Yes. But, there, he, but he was not necessarily doing anything. Maybe he was doing something illegal. Maybe he was like taking... Like it's revenge porn in a lot of states is illegal. Is illegal, yes. But this isn't revenge porn because they're not putting up that I know of. They're not putting up nude photographs of anybody. Okay. They're using images they're from using social like media. A rant. Only fans. Yeah. And then someone writes a rant about somebody, posts it on the dirty, and then hundreds of thousands of people every month read through this shit. It's mainly women, as you can imagine, that are getting most of this hate. And it's an awful fucking website. Yeah. Like to put somebody up there and then they have no, it, whether whether or not the accusations are true. Whether or not somebody sleeps with a certain amount of people is completely irrelevant. And to put that information, you have to be like, you have to have such hate in your fucking heart to put somebody up on that page and then just write some fucking ignorant rant about them. I know. It's like the person that just gave us one star. I know. Did you see that? Yes, I did. (laughs) Not funny. Don't know how this show is so highly rated. We get one of those like every three months. We get one of those, and actually, I can't blame the guy. Like, you gotta, you gotta, but he hated it. us so much that he wrote about it. Yeah, that he, I know. <laughs> like, he disliked turn, the commercial just break. Turn it. Don't listen so, to it. Yeah, again. his name was like Dwaddle Doodle or something like that too. Couldn't even put his real name. What did he say? He said, this show sucks, not funny, can't believe it's so highly rated, or yeah. something along those lines. And I was like, yeah, you, you. But he said he listened to two episodes, too. It was like, listen to two episodes. This show's not funny. Can't believe it's so high. Stay highly away. Rated. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Cross. Just spent 30 <laughs> minutes trying to figure out Apple podcast reviews. <laughs> Remember the scene in Private Parts? You know the Howard Stern movie, Private Parts? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. but There's a part in the, in the movie that I often refer to in life because I, I think about this. And, and, I'm th- and I thought about it when I read this. Uh, Howard goes on overnights in New York. And he goes, you know, talking for four hours about dildos and lesbians, yes, right? Porn stars. Porn stars. So total shock jock. Came right out of the gate. First couple of weeks at, in on this big New York radio station. And the people at CBS who had hired him are really trying to figure out a way they get him fired because they realize quickly they made a big mistake yeah. hiring Howard. <laughs> Uh, or they thought they made a big they mistake. They thought they did, yeah. Because radio has such a great track record of making great decisions <laughs> around content and talent. Yes. <laughs> Fucking A, man. <laughs> so manager, president comes in one morning and, you know, there's a big phone bank, like a bunch of people in these cubicles. And the phones are going crazy. And he says, what's going on? And she says, it's Howard. And what about Howard. Well, we've had about 1,600 phone calls complaining about Howard. And he says, well, how many did you get that where people actually liked him? And, you know, she says, I don't know, like, you know, 100. And he goes, 1,600 people called and complained about how we got him. Ah. And she said, no, no, no. What you don't understand is the 1,600 people that hated him listened to him two hours more than the people who liked him. Right. So people were hate <laughs> listening to him. So this jack off listens to two episodes and has to take 30 minutes out of his day to figure out Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Mm-hmm. You're your opinion is valid. It's noted. But did you have to write it on Apple Podcasts? You broke our streak of really good reviews. That's the part that pisses me off the most. Is that some... You can't make an omelet without breaking a... F- well... You can't break an omelet without making a few We say eggs. it's not for everyone. It's not for... <laughs> it certainly is not. And I, I have no... Uh, I have no sway over whether or not it's highly rated. I don't do any no. of that. I pay people to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty.com is a website whose time has come. I think it should be shut down. I do too. Um, did you notice that, that bros are getting swole? The bros are getting swole. Okay, like muscular? Like muscular. Okay. Like it's, a, it's a trend. It's been trending for a while. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have. And there's been some commentary on it around the internet what too. What do you mean? 
Like Arnold Schwarzenegger's been around since the seventies. I know, so. but not everybody wanted to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in the seventies. Like it, it hasn't always been trendy to be very muscular. Okay, but now all the bros are getting swole, and I think it has to do. I think we this all comes back to Jason fucking Momoa. If I'm being honest, I mean, I was going to bring him up because the bros are going. That dude's hot. Like I want to be like that dude. <laughs> yeah. But all the bros are getting swole. And there's this one dude who has been partly responsible for some of this content online, encouraging bros to get swole. And every, like, there's a million guys that love this dude, right? He's huge, right? And all the muscles and the musculars. And I mean, it's just muscle popping out of his eyeballs. His, his eyebrows literally have <laughs> muscles. So he's been doing this for years, swearing off any kind of anabolic steroids yep. whatsoever. Turns out, guy was on no, all the on antibiotics it. steroids yeah, whatsoever. I, I mean, did read about that. Did you read about I, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, you know. <laughs> I got to get some cocaine. You're <laughs> <laughs> me crazy. <laughs> well. But I have, a, I have a word of caution for the guys who get swole. When you get swole, it's all well, fine, and good. You look great. You're young. You're in shape or you're older and you're in shape. It's all wonderful. But the second that... Let's just say you have a kid. When you have a kid, you're not going to get so swole. You want to know why? They take all your fucking time! <laughs> the second, for some reason, you have to stop working out like that, that muscle is going to turn into something, and it's going to turn into fat. So my advice is stay skinny and weak like me. <laughs> and when someone tries to fight you, you crawl up into a ball like a little girl. <laughs> Like a porcupine. Like a porcupine. <laughs> Roll up. <laughs> yes. And you go to your magical place. Go to your magical princess castle. <laughs> Put some glitter on. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Ride off on a unicorn. <laughs> Ride off on a unicorn. I usually say something like, uh, I have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> don't hurt me, bro. I have IBS. <laughs> uh... In other news, you heard it here last, Facebook ended tagging. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Uh, two years ago. <laughs> well, that's just how much I use Facebook. <laughs> two years ago. I never use Facebook anymore. Either. Who uses Facebook either. anymore? Who really uses Facebook anymore? A lot of people. There's one. Uh, any of the... There's two particular people on... You know, I do my like hate watching on Instagram, just like a lot of people do yes. on the commercial break. They do the hate listening. I do my hate watching on Instagram. I sent Chrissy yet another Instagram. <laughs> For those of you that didn't catch this episode, there's a dude on my Instagram who starts off every Instagram, like every Instagram live, and he does, or, or real, and he does this like 16 times a day, and this is how he does it. Oh, yeah, I was recording with Bon Jovi yesterday, and uh, he told me he wanted to come over to, hey, everybody, it's Brian. Just here on my reel. Yeah, he acts yeah. like he's he acts like he's in the middle of a conversation on a on the phone or in the studio. Yeah, every time he opens <laughs> up a reel, catch you, catch you next, next time. <laughs> Bye, Lady Gaga. Anyway, Good to see you. Hey yeah. guys. Anyway, hey, it's just me, <laughs> Brian. Here, this is Lady Gaga. She just walked off. Anyway, I wanted to show you guys. Uh, wanted to show you guys my brand new shoes. Yeah, and then he talks about something that doesn't make any sense. Makes either. no sense whatsoever. The guy just walked, just talks in circles. I have no idea what he's saying. He's a lovely human being. I mean, yeah. he's a nice guy. He seems sweet. But his real game is soft, man. It's soft. Not like my real game is any better. But his real game is soft. Is he just has consistent? I know, but the other day he put on yet another reel where he was in the middle of a conversation with somebody, and then all of a sudden he's in a reel. Right? Yeah. It's like I'm in the middle of talking to someone. Oh, I forgot else. you were there. Oh, I forgot that I had pressed record on, on the, the reel. I was just here talking to Tom Cruise. <laughs> I just got done with my date with Penelope Cruz. Uh, so Facebook has become like a desert, and there's two people. On that Facebook that I didn't get rid of in the big Facebook purge of 2018, <laughs> right? Because I just purged a bunch of people in 2018. I need to do that. You need to do it. Uh, who cares anymore? Yeah. Facebook's dead. doesn't really matter. I don't no even have it on my phone anymore. Facebook is going to be MySpace in five years. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. It's gonna, No one is going to be on Facebook. They really did a number on themselves. And that's a whole different story. I don't want to get into it. But so there's two people that I really, really dislike. And they always post 
the most negative stuff you could. It's always, oh, me, poor me. Everybody else is trying to hurt me. Everyone else is ganging up on me. You know, the whole world sucks. I've noticed that people do that. Yeah, you suck. They suck. Everyone sucks. Yeah. It's your fault. I did and nothing wrong. they want wrong. the sympathy, right? They want the sympathy. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, and these are obviously, these people are obviously lonely. So I do have some empathy for them, but yeah. they're not going to get my social sympathy. I'm not going to spend my time making them feel better publicly. Because that's just a weird game to play. It is. It's just weird, right? It's like I'm in a relationship with you and I got to calm you down because you're having a bad day. <laughs> so there's two people. And so I was on Facebook. I probably check Facebook once a week, let's say. I yeah. check Facebook. I don't even have it on my phone. I just open up the browser. I was going to say that. Yeah, I, I'm about the same schedule. So I go and I, I check out these two particular people. One is still ranting about politics, like just cannot <laughs> stop ranting about everything about politics. And it's, he used to get, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say he used to get like between 20 and 50 likes or comments on every single post that he made because he was just one of those guys. Like, you know, he was a relatively nice guy. Then he went way off the deep end on the politics. And now in the last I counted in the last 12 posts that he's made, he has not gotten one interaction Ooh. because people are like, we're fucking sick of it. Yeah, dude. doesn't like- matter who you voted for. No one fucking cares. OK, get over it. Right. Yeah. And then the other guy who just wants sympathy all the time, oh, me, poor me. It's like he's living his life on Facebook. Oh, God. He hasn't had an interaction in like four months. Four months. No one has interacted with his Facebook page at all. You would think that you would just stop using Facebook altogether. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not working. You're not getting what you need out of Facebook. He's using it as a diary. It's a fucking miserable diary, (laughs) man. If I go back... Fuck, I'm going to off myself if I go back and read that. I mean, this shit is it's horrible. He's, it's just such such putrid shit. And Facebook in general is just putrid shit. It can be. I, how long has it been since you posted on Facebook? Uh, it's been a while. Months? Yeah, oh, yeah. Has it been months? I think I'm at like once a year now. Yeah. I do it on anniversaries <laughs> and birthdays. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just to let you know that I know that you're watching me post about my beautiful wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. And I don't even say happy birthday to anybody anymore. I'm like, who fucking, it's so stupid. If I, you, if it's the day that I jump on, that I do check it, I will give, it a give heart. those people happy birthday. Oh, you'll so give them a happy it. birthday? Yeah. I noticed like at the, at the zenith of my Facebook career. I got like 150 likes on on a post, yeah. right? But I always kept my Facebook circle kind of small. I never like I didn't allow people that I didn't right. really know all that well to be in on the Facebook. But I remember one post getting like 150, 200 likes, and I was like, oh, great, wonderful. And I think that was like my engagement to Astrid, and oh, about yeah. 200 yeah. people or so liked it, right? I I just can't even imagine getting three people to like one of my. <laughs> I think the last. I think my last birthday, I got like two people that said happy birthday. <laughs> you were one of them, and my wife was the other one. My twin brother didn't even say happy yeah. birthday on Facebook. How miserable is that? Did you tell him happy birthday? Yeah, but I wait till the end of the day. I like to, you know, I know my mom's going to call and give him the birth story that she's been doing. Oh, the birth story. The fucking birth story. Okay, you gave birth, mom. We get it, all right? In the labor for eight hours. I mean, not to diminish birth. It's a really incredible thing. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's important. For life. Highly dangerous and incredibly <laughs> difficult. The key to life. So say you. <laughs> but that birth story, every year for however many years, it's like, okay, I know, Mom. I was born at 856. You were in labor for eight hours. I was the cutest thing you'd ever seen. But I wasn't the cutest thing because my head, because I was the first one out of the vag. It was coned. Right? It was coned. Mm-hmm. Totally coned, and I was black and blue because I got bruised up on the way out the cervix. Yeah. And I was a really, really ugly looking child. Aww. I look miserable. As a matter of fact, there are plenty of pictures of Kevin between ages zero <laughs> days and four weeks. <laughs> There's one of me, one picture. And I am literally look like a bruised fruit. Kevin's like, thanks, bro. I know. Hey, thanks bro. for paving thanks, the way. Yeah, thanks for paving the way. <laughs> I look like, like how a, cute I am. I look like a peach that's been sitting for too long. That's what I look like. <laughs> But, you know, Facebook was auto-tagging for a while, and they just decided they're going to stop doing that. So now you don't get auto-tagged. That was just creepy in the first place. It was. And then I was, like, showing up, and I, I people were taking pictures, and then I get tagged it in It was them. that facial recognition thing. Yeah, so now they have the world's largest face facial recognition database, Facebook does. And, uh, you know, Mark's going to use that in some way that we don't like. He probably already is. He, he's, he's, now he's working on that metaverse. And that metaverse, I hear, is like empty as shit. Like no one's in there. No I one know. gives a shit. 
Unless, of course, you go to a Twitter NFT space. You know, it, uh, spaces is like Clubhouse. Oh, right. So I drop into Twitter the other yeah. day. Because I've... I, Twitter's a mess. I've never used fucking Twitter in my <laughs> life. I've, only, I've had an account... I scroll through every once in a while. Yeah. We're talking every once in a while, like once every three months. I never post anything. The one time I post something, Seth Rogen liked my tweet. Oh, that's right. Remember that? Yeah. Or my response or my tweet or whatever. So now that that fucking, uh, what's his name? Elon uh, Snusk is, uh, is there running the place yeah. like a drunk soldier trying to get out of the war he is so fucking that place up i know i am fascinated by twitter now now i want to be on twitter 24 <laughs> hours a day i'm always on it like looking to see what drama is next so that he took down spaces and then he put spaces back up yeah okay so i go on the other day and i'm like oh let me see what's going on in the spaces see if it's see if it's still there if it's down and <laughs> it's 75 different fucking nft rooms and they are all talking it sounds like a nice enough community. I mean, there are lovely people behind NFTs, right? But we've talked about NFTs and how I, I, I feel about it. I feel it's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. So we're in this, and I'm in, in this NFT room, and Chrissy, I've never heard so much fluffing going on in my entire life. Everybody fluffing each other off. You know, you're the greatest. No, you're the greatest. You know everybody. Really? No, you know everybody. I love everybody. No, you love everybody. It was, everybody was fluffing everybody up. Every speaker that came up was the best thing that's ever happened since sliced bread. Everybody who had a project was the best project that they've ever heard of. It was like, guys, there, it, you, it, life is not like that. It, everything can't be the best. The best is the best. And that's why it's the best. It's one thing. That's the best. Not seven things are the best. One thing is the best. There's not a best movie. When you go and you watch the... Academy Awards, and they say, best picture, there's one that gets chosen, not five. And there's a reason why. And that's because best is singular, not plural. <laughs> but in an NFT room, it's plural. It's everything's like, the everything's best. the best. It was driving me crazy. I just wanted to reach through spaces and pull out that room and throw it on the floor and step on it. <laughs> but maybe I'm just angry. <laughs> you should have posted about that on Facebook. I should <laughs> I can't. They don't allow links anymore. <laughs> so now you can't. <laughs> you can't you, Elon's, what is Elon doing I don't know you can't link to another it's like social a train media wreck. I it's mean, a total that, train wreck yeah. he's a report I listened to that spaces where he was like the reporter asked him a question and then he shut spaces down and Jeez. took away everybody's credentials uh, and then he gave him back then he gave him back three hours uh, later and then he had yeah. a vote on it and, <laughs> Does anybody really think uh, Elon going to step down as the CEO of Twitter? No, because he spent $44 billion out of it. He's not making a goddamn dime. He's going to stay the CEO until that thing burns to the ground. And then it's going to be a big tax write-off, so the guy's going to win either way. Ah, I didn't think about that. Motherfucker. Drives me crazy. <laughs> All right. We've spent, we got through three items in 36 minutes, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. We did great rapid fire there. Uh, okay. Chrissy, dealer's choice. So we've had a lot of people that have been texting us about what their favorite segment or segments oh, yes. are. Yes, yes, And I took a voter poll. I just kind of took us like a little hash marks and decided. <laughs> similar to Elon. <laughs> similar to Elon. <laughs> I can imagine Elon's got a piece of paper and he's like, that person's out. That person's done. Yeah. Uh, but I, I took a little poll and two things came up prominently. Mountain Monsters and Frankie B. Oh, yeah, you know it. Most people who said Mountain Monsters also said that they liked Frankie B, but it was too much, right? There was too much Frankie B. So I noticed that like four of the people who voted for Mountain Monsters as their fav- one of their favorite segments this year also said that Frankie B was too much. The people who did who voted for Frankie B said they wish we had more Frankie B. I don't know how much more Frankie B we can do, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> but because I promise that i would oblige if someone uh, you know they wrote in and told us what their favorite segment was i have a frankie b that is fucking incredible maybe his best work fresh yet. frankie fresh frankie fresh hot <laughs> off the presses days old or i have a mountain monsters which is also pretty fucking brilliant <laughs> so what about Teresa caputo dealer's choice in there too so, at some point listen i can only record one at a time chrissy yeah. yeah i'm giving you i'm giving you two choices because you know i don't want to i don't want to confuse you I mean, I can't help. You are a woman. I can't help. <laughs> That's right. I can't think. I can't compute. <laughs> hey, I girl, mean... let me help you out with those decisions. <laughs> decisions are tough. <laughs> you, uh, God didn't. God took a rib, an extra rib, and put it into me. 
Victory V. <laughs> Victory V. God give us big brains so we could lead you women around. So <laughs> go ahead, try and make a decision, girl. I mean, I think I might have to just see what Frankie's doing. See, it was hard for you to make that decision, wasn't it? You think you might. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, Carl. <laughs> hey, sit, simmer down. Simmer down. Or I'm not. Rev down? Are you telling me to rev down? Rev down or I'm not going to be able to drop any more sacks of cash at your mom's place. (laughs) All right, girl. What's your decision? Let me hear that again. Uh, Frankie. Frankie B. I knew it because you like men that are rough around the edges. (laughs) Just like Carl. Carl's like a young Frankie B. is what Carl is. Carl's a Frankie Frankie B. in training. That's right. I wish Frankie was a preacher. Then we'd really have it all. Yes. Yes. Okay. Then a Frankie B it is. One last time. Season three. Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie I is I think this back. might have to be the, the final farewell. This this is it. This is, this is it. it. Season yeah. four is not going to contain any no, Frankie B. We can't. For at least three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in the internet. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna abstain for at least the first three weeks of season four until we just can't help ourselves. It's like an addiction. It we is have an addiction. It I gotta is. get some cocaine. <laughs> it's like those shows that you I know you hate, but you're like Sister Wives. Yeah, yeah. I can't you're invested. You're invested. And you just want to see what happens. I do. I do. I can't stop watching it. any any the ninety day fiance, my six hundred pound, all those TLC shows, the fucking seven little John, all of it. I I <laughs> I don't want to watch them, right. but I can't help but watch them because now I'm invested in what they exactly. have to say, and now I'm invested in Frankie. And last time we met with Frankie, he was super duper angry about his he breakup. He was raging. He was spewing some awful hate toward women, and so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he's going to calm down a little bit. Hello, all my friends out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Commercial Break. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world, 855-TCB-8383. Make sure to visit our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes air a few days after they do here on the audio feed and starting in season four, the same day. You can go to the TCB podcast website at tcbpodcast.com, hear all the audio and watch all the video. You can also contact us all from tcbpodcast.com. Please follow us at the commercial break on Instagram and feel free to use our specialized URLs and or codes when you hear them on the commercials. Speaking of those sponsors, let's take a moment, hear from them, and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. And, Chrissy, today I have a special Frankie B for you. Frankie B is going to tell us what the value of our sexual currency is. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I wish we could put, like, a little Santa hat on Frankie. Uh, <laughs> Morgan? Yeah, Morgan, <laughs> Santa hat on Frankie. It shall be done. <laughs> Sexual market value. Probably something most guys don't even think of. Sessual market value. Did he say sessual? I think he said sessual. Let's hear that again. Sexual market value. Probably something most guys... There was almost an accent. Yes. Yeah. I just don't even think about. Come on, everything's got value. Your home's got value. Your bank account's got value. Your, Your dick has value. <laughs> Car has got value. What Frank about you as an individual? Can I just mention that Frankie looks a little off the rails a bit? Yeah, I'm gonna he's, say uh, that Frankie does look disheveled. Yeah, well, he's got his grays showing. He usually doesn't. He never have has that. gray shows. And uh, his beard. Unshaven. Yeah, he's unshaven. It's like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. I don't think Frankie's ever grown a full beard in his life. Uh, just the way his stubble's coming in, it looks like he's not sparse. one of those guys. Yeah, he's sparse. Some guys are like that, right? Yeah. He's probably got lots of ass hair, but he doesn't have any hair on his chin. <laughs> right. Uh, but he does look a little less put together than he normally does. And if I don't mind saying so myself, his eyes look a little tired and a little old, like he hasn't done the, the barbed his, wire in a while. Right. He needs to get back to the barbed wire <laughs> yes. and Botox. Yes. Yeah. I wonder. I hope Frankie's okay. I do too. Don't you have value? You should. Especially if don't you... Don't you have value? You should. It's great. <laughs> We need Frankie to give my friend on Facebook a pep talk. Yes. Don't you have value? You should. You should. It's a great thing.
or in the dating scene. You know, this is a game you have to win and to be desirable to women. And in order to be desirable to women, you got to have sexual market value. And in today's video, I'm going to give you a few SMV, baby. SMV, sexual market value. Going once, going twice, three times sold. We'll start at $3 for Brian's penis. $3. Anybody $3? $3. We'll go down to $2.55. Sold for 15 cents to Chrissy Hoadley. And that's SMV. That's SMV. My SMV is 13 cents. I'm like FTX. I'm like Adam Bankman Freud. <laughs> we said Adam. Adam Bankman Freud, or whatever we called him. <laughs> Hot off the presses. <laughs> Chips on what you can do to up your sexual market value. Rocket! Rocket! <laughs> uh, Fre- <laughs> He's so desperate. He's just so desperate. He needs a girlfriend bad. He does. I thought he was dating someone last so video. Too. Well, we maybe we need to set Frankie up with somebody. Although I don't know anybody I would feel no. feel comfortable no. throwing to the wolves like that. Ladies and gentlemen, and I welcome you to my video. My name is Frank Bernardo. This channel is geared for all guys who want to up their game, look and feel better about themselves in grooming, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle. His opening is almost as long as our it opening. It is. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> I think the same we thing. we both need to slim it down a little bit. <laughs> If at any time you enjoy the video, you like the content, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel, and give the video a thumbs up. I would greatly appreciate it. Your sexual market value is simply a calculation of what you're worth sexually. <laughs> it's your BMI minus your weight yeah. plus the weight of your penis. Morgan. your muscles and then the hair inches. Yeah. Morgan, in a brilliant mind, the, guy- <laughs> the movie, there, when he was... When he was doing his calculations, there were like all kind of equation symbols yes. and fractions like running around his head. Can you please put that around, Frankie said? Yes. It's body mass times tit size minus dick length. Hair length. Over bank account with current cash amounts divided by mortgage. How many boiled eggs yeah. you had this morning? Plus swine sweets. <laughs> Over eggs eaten squared. Yep. <laughs> That's, That's your it. sexual market value. It's a simple equation. <laughs> to your partner, the higher your value, the more desirable you are. Your sexual value, it's not only determined on your looks, although that's a huge component, but ultimately. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, Let me tell you what I figured out. Your looks have a lot to do with whether or not you're getting your dick sucked. <laughs> Or so says the 25-year-olds I've been hanging out with. It's what do you bring to the table? Let's talk about looks and your sexual market value that comes with that. Ultimately, everything in life starts with looks. Wow, Frankie. (laughs) Now you're talking my language, Frankie. (laughs) The Lord values your... Your worth based on how you look. I'm just letting you know. Yep. Good looking people get to the front of the line at the pearly gates. (laughs) Horrible looking people, they're going to be in purgatory for a long time. Barb wiring their faces and all kind of Botox. You'll get it right eventually, but good looking people first. (laughs) The pearly gates are like a VIP section at the club. You know what I'm saying, girl? (laughs) And I don't mind saying so myself. I heard, I was talking to the Lord this morning. Victory V. <laughs> I was coming for the Lord this morning, and I'll let you know right now. I'm one of the first in the door. I got a 9.9 value. <laughs> if looks have to do with your SMV, I'm telling you what right now, uh, I'm, I got low value. <laughs> Action. I would say you're higher than Frankie. Higher than Frankie? I'll take it. Yep. I'm not sure that's saying much, but Okay. <laughs> If anyone says anything different, they're a liar. I've never heard of anyone say, that dude is ugly, or that girl, God, is she ugly. But I would really like to get into her personality to see oh, if there's some... Oh, personality. Oh, I, come think on, meant, I think Frankie. it meant pants. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd really like to get into her. I'd really like to get into her pocketbook. Uh, <laughs> if you're Marlin, that's what you say. There. Now, is that reality? It's not. Always remember, everything starts with looks and attraction, and then it goes from there. So if you want to... Wrong, 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 wrong. That's not true. It's not true at all. There are plenty of people in this world. I don't know them. It doesn't work like this for me. But there are plenty of people in this world who actually like people's personalities. Now, I think they're just shallow. They're just not a good personality. They're not into you. They don't want to take my good looks. They don't want to look at me as a person for my good looks. They want to look into my personality. But I'll tell you right now, this is absolutely wrong. This really is. This is antithetical to everything we believe here at the commercial break. Absolutely. And he is one of those guys that is is like that, I guess. So he can stick. You know what? He can have his own little club. Well, listen, and there are plenty people. of dudes that are going to join them. Plenty of dudes yeah, that are going to join Yeah, I would say girls. Them. There's plenty of girls, maybe sure. two on the opposite side yeah. that, you know, only pay attention to looks. But I'm telling everybody out there, you're missing out. That's no, not 100%. The way. Yeah. If you're, it, it, if you go on a date with somebody and they are ugly, they're like, you know, missing an eyeball and they got a like kind of a gimpy arm or a gimpy leg and, and they're just not an attractive person, stick with it. Yes. For at least 10 minutes and then get up to go to the bathroom and then leave. <laughs> Tell them you have a family emergency and you got to run. <laughs> Your sexual market value, it all starts with looking good. Zeke, I think this is probably one of the biggest components of having sexual market value. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a bodybuilder. A lot of women don't even like that. You know, but a lot of women don't like guys that have bigger boobs than them. I can't tell you. (laughs) Preach, Frankie, preach. How many dates I've been on where I'm, I'm talking to the female and we're talking about what happened in dates and, you know, a lot of them, in fact, most of them will say man boobs. They hate man boobs. Guys, women hate get a man boobs. All right. And they <laughs> guys get, run, get surgery run right to away. your kitchen, take a <laughs> knife and slice those bad boys off. <laughs> Suture them up yourself. I'm going to show you how with the barbed wire and some floss. Don't like a gut. So if you got man boobs and you got a gut, you got to do something about that to up your sexual market value. Before I get into the next tip, I want to. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Starting off chauvinistic strong. Yeah. He's starting off so low, I don't know that there's anywhere to go but up with this. Talk to you guys about something. So obviously, when we're all on a dating scene, we all want that younger woman. We all think that we're going to get that younger woman. Well, I just want to warn you right here, right now. All right. The I have, yeah, I have not had a lot of luck with this. <laughs> If she's a party girl, oh, your party wallet's going to be empty, your tits are going to be smaller, and your dick is going to shrink. If you think it's easy getting a younger woman, you're on crack cocaine. It's one of the hardest things. I got to get some cocaine. You're on crack cocaine. You're on crack cocaine. That's like a comeback from 1989. You're smoking crack, man. <laughs> you can imagine you know why unless you're the exception to the rule no matter what age you are you can be 30 40 50 60 doesn't 70 80 90 100 (laughs) i can count two You have to be the exception to the rule. If you're a 40-year-old, you better be better looking than the average 40-year-old out there. You better be in better shape than the average 40-year-old. You better be more desirable than the... Jesus. He's getting getting closer to the camera. I know. He's getting closer to the camera. His (laughs) eyes are shrinking. (laughs) The the neck muscles are popping out. I don't want to say anything like... uh, Look at the size of his pupils. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Yeah, well, he got over here when he first came on camera, too. He was blinking real quick. 
Yeah, do you think he's like on high hydroxy cut okay. three thousand? Yeah. <laughs> Why, Brian? Why crack three thousand? <laughs> now it's tobacco crack. It's tobacco cane. <laughs> what is that stuff that they were making? The cocaine and yes. the crack and the tobacco together. <laughs> average 40 year old if you are then yes you will get that younger woman if you're not you're just gonna fall right back in the pack and you're gonna be chasing a dream that's not go back to bed go back to the back of the line Take yourself out of the running. This is like so weird what he's saying. It's <laughs> You're like, a beautiful person. You, yeah. you, everything is going well. You, maybe you just don't look as good as the other 40 years old. Out. Out. See you later. <laughs> Get out of here. Let me measure your Get man boobs. Fatty, yep. ugly. <laughs> Let me see those tits. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're out. Show me your dick. Nope. Out. <laughs> When's the last time you worked out? Three weeks ago, you're out. Which CrossFit do you belong to? You're out. Everybody else back in line. <laughs> You've reduced the celibacy for the rest of your life. Well, us better than average looking folks get all the pussy. <laughs> all the young girls. All the young pussy. Uh, God, this is so bad. <laughs> you want to know how you get a 25-year-old smoking hot double D bikini model? Be better than average. That's how you do it. Everybody else, you're going to be sucking each other's dicks way back there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody get out some lotion and rub the guy next to you because you ain't getting any. You're lower than average. You're worse than average. You're horrible human beings. Your worth is zero. (laughs) Now, excuse me while me and uh, the rest of the above average people (laughs) go have anal sex with some... Hot Instagram models. Going <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> to come. If you want a pinky up your butt, you better <laughs> you better start working out. So, if you are a younger man watching this video, do yourself a favor: take care of your health, exercise, eat right, always be ready in life for what happens. Just a. <laughs> B R I N L B V. That's what I say. The first thing to think about is A. Yeah, yeah A. Just the second first thing to think about is B. A R B T Y seven C. Always be ready in life for seven other people to be behind you. Because you're married or you got this longtime girlfriend, nothing rarely lasts forever nothing rarely, nothing rarely, rarely lasts, lasts forever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. nothing always mostly <laughs> doesn't stay the same nothing rarely lasts forever <laughs> everything's always never black and white <laughs> You know what they say, the early bird mostly always gets the worm, sometimes. <laughs> A rising tide floats most of the boat. You what I'm saying? Hear what I'm saying. So always be ready. Another component in having great sexual market value, it's in grooming. Now, we could talk about the obvious, okay? Ear hair, nose hair, Doesn't that go hair. on looks? Yes, it's all the same. There's nothing's different. (laughs) Physique, looks, and grooming. It's all the same. It's the stuff you mostly can't control. I know. (laughs) Hold on. I've got to take a picture. Oh, my God. I almost mostly never do this. We caught it exactly the right moment there. Oh, my God. Frankie, look on Frankie's face. That's that's our first Instagram post in three years. His Frankie's sex face. <laughs> that's that's what he looks like when he's jizzing. Ah! Oh my god! Butt hair, crack hair, hair on your junk, hair on your arms, chest, legs. I can go on Shave and your on. Entire Guys, body everywhere. Be, be like Brian Green. Shave your body everywhere. Everything. Shave it. Arms, yeah. legs, chest, butt. Well. Frankie, Ears, so far, eyebrows. he's doing everything, everything except for shaving his own body. <laughs> Guy looks like he just 
I know. Walked out of a casino after three days stuck in a slot machine (laughs) next to a 75-year-old smoker. He does. I'll have another Tahiti on the beach, please. (laughs) What's your free draft beer? You got change for a dollar. If you think that that's desirable, again, you're on the crack pipe. Women do not like that. So do yourself a favor. Why do I have a feeling that this was all told to him by his former party, 27-year-old party girl yeah. girlfriend? Oh, yeah. That he got a little extra hair on his nuts, and she was like, oh, gross. Oh, <laughs> gross. Get to the back of the line. <laughs> it up and up your sexual market value. That would be just like you. If you met a woman and she's got some uh, grizzly stuff going on down there, if you know what I'm talking about. What? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if it looks like someone took a machete to a vagina, if you know what I'm talking about. Frankie. It's Frankie. so bad, Frankie. Frankie, this is all bad, buddy. This is bad advice. What yeah. are you doing? You're telling guys that... If they're not good looking, they're not getting laid again. That's not necessarily always sometimes true. <laughs> it's rarely always happens. It's rarely always <laughs> happens, mostly. How do you feel about that? What did that do to her sexual market value? Are you getting it? The same applies to you. So do yourself a favor. Clean it up. Hair is not... Jesus. He's so I intense. feel like my dad is yelling at me and I'm 13 years old. Clean it Clean up. it up. Your room looks like... Shit. I didn't make that mess. You made it. Uh, <laughs> clean your vagina up. <laughs> Get a razor and trim tram that thing. That's needed. And another thing that goes along with grooming, it's the way you dress. Grooming and dressing right is going to up your sexual market value. Now, point number five, bad gas. (laughs) Who's got it? Looks. Looks. It's all looks. If you guys are sporting shoes like this right here, all right, you need to throw them out, all right? I want to show you something else. If you guys are wearing clothes like this, we're going to get into the vacation. <laughs> On this point, I'll capitulate. He's right. Uh, yes. <laughs> He's holding up a hanger. How is that all together? I don't know. I don't know how he did that. It's quite amazing, actually. He's hanging. He's holding up a hanger, but the hanger has a polo shirt on it, like a golf polo shirt, bright yellow. And then what's amazing about this is as if there was someone standing in the clothes, he's got a pair of khaki pants and a a black belt, but it's all held together. together. He like lifted it out of nowhere. It's like he lifted the ghost man of Antigua right out of the ground. Season. So you're wearing these nice pleated shorts, okay? The nice baggy shirt with the real long sleeves right here that go way down and they're baggy. How would the average body look in this? Look at my body! Hey, Bob, it's me, Frankie. Listen, can I borrow some of your clothes? You're a real shithead. You're at the back of the pack not getting laid. Do you mind if I borrow some of your clothes tell the guys what not to do? What not to Thanks. wear. Yeah, where did he get the clothes is my question. Which friend did he have to call? Yeah. And now which friend that watches this video is going to be embarrassed? What does this outfit do for your sexual market value? Absolutely nothing. Charm. Can charm have sexual market value? Absolutely but not too much, all right? Use it sparingly. If you use charm, charm sparingly, <laughs> why would you do that? Use manners and politeness sparingly because it doesn't get you very far in life. However, if you got some rock hard titties, you're gonna get laid. Overly charming a woman, believe it or not, it gets sickening to them. Sprinkle it in, sprinkle in the compliment. Well, I am fucked. Sickening. (laughs) Yeah, sickening. Every once in a while. Your hair looks really nice. Love that ring. Great outfit. Love that ring? (laughs) What? Love that wedding ring. (laughs) That's a great engagement ring. Wait, that's an engagement ring. 
<laughs> Love that ring. Like she did anything for that. <laughs> Hair looks nice. Yeah. Love that ring. Great socks, honey. <laughs> sprinkle it in there. Yeah, sprinkle Love it in. your shoes. Sprinkle that in throughout the conversation, throughout the night. All right, do it sparingly. Love the hair, love the ring, love the socks, love Love that badge. Love 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 those kneecaps. I get what he's saying, but I thought he was going to say like use it sparingly, like once or twice a week. He said pepper it in throughout the conversation. conversation. (laughs) Nice ring, nice tits. Love that blouse. That's a great gin and tonic you got there. (laughs) You're going to up your sexual market value. So my final tip, and it could be the most important one in achieving the ultimate sexual market value, it's confidence. But how do we get confidence? Do we just pluck it out of the air? Okay. Yep, pretty much. That's how you get confidence. (laughs) That is how you get confidence. You pluck it out of thin air, you believe it. I had a priest one time tell me, faith is when you walk like a duck and you talk like a duck. Eventually, you're going to believe you're a duck. Confident? No. You got to work on all kinds of things to get that confidence. You got to look good. You got to exercise. You don't got to be an Adonis, all right? But you got to be somewhat decent. Did he say a Madonna's? You got to be close. <laughs> he said you got to be close. You don't have to be an Adonis, but you have to be close. At least we're keeping the expectations in yeah. line. You got to eat good. When you eat good, you look good. Your skin looks good. You stay hydrated. It's color in your face. You know, you, you're hydrated. You look good. You're gro- That's the third time you've said you're hydrated and you look good. This is how you get self-confidence, is eating to make sure the color in your skin looks good? Grooming has to be spectacular. There are no exceptions in the grooming. And charming, be charming, but not overly charming to make that girl want to throw up in her mouth. Just sprinkle in the little confident, you know, in you. I like when, I make, stuff like I like when I make my girls throw up in the toilet. That's, that's my personal preference. <laughs> now get back to the bottom of the line. <laughs> Start whacking each other off. And you're going to be in great shape. So when you do all of that, that's all going to exhume confidence. And when you got confidence. Exhume is what you do to a body after it's dead. He uses this word all the time. I he exhumed means, confidence. He means exude. Exude. Yes. The woman is going to know that. They're going to see that. And that is going to be sexually desirable to her. That's going to end the video. If you liked it, like the video. And don't forget to subscribe. My name is Frank Bernardo. I'll see all you in the next video. Oh, Frankie. One last time for Frankie, everybody. Another piece of life-changing advice. If you're ugly, you're fucked. Yeah. (laughs) But if you're good-looking with confidence and a guy who dresses well with no man boobs, you're going to get your dick sucked by lots of young women. Yeah. And I got to say, that's all. That's What else is there in life? Yeah. Really? Besides getting your dick sucked by young, hot women at the bar. <laughs> Poor Frankie. He's not looking so good himself, I actually. Know, he's I not. know. It's horrible. Yeah. We should take a picture and tag him on Facebook. <laughs> oh, shit. No more tagging on Facebook as of 2019. <laughs> that was literally the oldest thing on the list. It was like, <laughs> Facebook ends tagging. <laughs> that was from two years ago. At least two years I ago. I love it. All right, kids. We're wrapping up season number three. Season number four starts uh, on or about February 6th, and we're very excited to bring you brand new content. Brand new content. <laughs> and brand new we're content. We're hydrated. We're hydrated. <laughs> we're looking good. We're hydrated with good looks. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. We'll be here, but until then, we bring you continuously new episodes and a few best ofs here and there, narrated by some of our favorite people in the TCB universe. So we're super excited about that. If you have an idea for a show, do us one of two things. Do one of two us one of two things. Do one of two (laughs) things. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button, drop us a line. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all at tcbpodcast.com. 
Or you can dial up 1-855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383 from anywhere around the world. You can text us or call and leave a voicemail. We will respond. No spam here. It's Chrissy, I, or someone else here at TCB that will respond. And so many people have been doing that, and I love it. Me we too. Love it. Yes, keep it coming. Keep the reviews coming. Unless you're going to give us one star, unless you hate yeah. listening to us, then just write us and tell us you hate us. That way, not everybody in the public needs to right. read it. Come on, be it. Have a little bit of manners. All right. <laughs> YouTube.com slash the commercial break for full episodes a couple days after they air. You're going to love it. Chrissy. I think that's all I can do for today. I think so, Brian. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. goodbye.